Hello, welcome to the Faucet Operation, and here I have with me Claire Kirk. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Chilling, you know, just doing my own thing and whatever. Yeah. So you're in your senior year, right? Yep, same as you. Yeah, how's, uh, how's that been, you know? It's been pretty good. Yeah. It's a roller coaster last year and everything. Yeah, I could definitely, you know, understand that and all that. Yeah. ED, I did ED to um, Smith College, which was mm-hmm. uh, tough at first, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Because it ended up, you know, I'm not scrambling to find, yeah. make a decision now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm watching everybody else start trying to make their decisions. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely I'm glad that that happened and that I'm very blessed that I got in where I wanted to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, same here. I didn't think I would even get into Dean and all that. And I was thinking I was going to be like one of the later kids to be like, you know, being watched by the people that would get accepted. But no, I'm, you know, blessed again to Dean. It was my number one choice. Mm -hmm. It's just like a bigger St. Andrews, but like, you know, just college level. Yeah, more professional, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, but, yeah, like, all of my older siblings who are, like, smarter than me are, like, getting into schools that are, like, 80% acceptance rate, and Dean's, like, 67. I was like, huh. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm smart. <laughs> Straight A's and B's. Um, Don't try to flex on me, fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know Jenny Lang went there? I did. Yeah. I, I did hear about that. And, um... Yesterday at the Acceptance Students Day, I saw um, Alani. Oh, really? Yeah, she's. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and we have the same environmental class, and um, I was just putting my stuff down or whatever, and then she just yells, Mason! And I'm like, Hi. <laughs> that's she funny. goes, You're going to Dean, right? And I was like, Oh, yeah, I am. Are you? And then she was like, Yeah, I'm going to the Dean Acceptance Students thing. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. What are you thinking of going in for? She was like, dance. I was like, oh, yeah, they have a huge dance thing going on. That's awesome. Over there, yeah. They have, like, five dance teams there and, like, a bunch of several dance programs. So. Nice. Is she definitely going there? Or she I'm not sure. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't inform me on that, but, you know, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Probably one of her top if she's going to the accepted students' day. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I went to the Accepted Students Day at Smith a couple of days ago. Isn't that an all-girls school? It is, yeah. And it's... How, I, how do you think you're going to cope with that? I think like, I'm going to be... Just fine? Yeah, pretty much just fine. I went. Or to, are you going to be, like, impacted by the fact that, like, oh, yeah, there's no boys around me, so it's going to be different? No, not really. I mean, I went to Bayview for nine years oh uh, so yeah i went to an all-girls school for nine years so it was... oh so you're, you're already kind of used to it you're yeah. just thinking like oh yeah this is just bayview college or whatever yeah, yeah. pretty much it's, yeah it's i didn't really know anything else until i went to st andrews in eighth grade yeah so i'm kind of used to it which and it's yeah. not like and once you're there it kind of just you don't really notice it yeah and also there's the five college consortium so like they'll have people so people from amherst umass amherst and Mount Holyoke and yeah. other colleges mm-hmm. can um, take classes there. So there's like there's gonna be men in the classes and stuff like that. Oh, there okay. Won't be like you know just women on. So campus. it's not you know so there's no like signs around the campus going like no men allowed. No. no. I <laughs> no. was about to be like eh, no. Okay. Yeah, like the girls. <laughs> yeah. The girls like have their their boyfriends on campus too if they you know it's it's a okay. it's not like so it's not completely like. You know the like the the we man haters club or yeah. whatever, something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. They have um. There we uh, go. Male Ali- faculty Ali- too. So what do they have? They have a lot of male faculty too. So it's oh, okay. Like, so I guess that compensates yeah. for it a little bit. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I was about to be like, uh, I feel like I'm getting a vibe that this school promotes diversity, <laughs> but not. Yeah. No, I got you. I got <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. Definitely. It. They um. Yeah. It was interesting because I went there. A couple days ago, like I said, and yeah. um, they were talking. About, oh yeah, on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing a protest um, because the new pol- like security that like this their police department or whatever it's called their security yeah. whatever. Um, they you know like how Brown has their own de- police department. 
Yeah. And so how they, like yeah. their police department. Yeah. Um, they share it with Mount Holyoke. Okay. And they elected a new chief, and um, oh no, he's conservative, and so they were having a protest to get him fired or get him to resign, because they don't think that like both schools don't think that the views will align with what they you know foresee as like being good, but I think like they haven't even and like the thing is they haven't actually. Yeah. He hasn't actually said anything yet. Like, the elected chief? He hasn't even, like, put out that he's any conservative, like, like, say, like... Like, paraphernalia or, like, word of, like, of his belief. He hasn't addressed the fact that he's conservative yet. Okay. They're just looking at what his history his, his and history, records and what he's that. liked on you know what he's liked on twitter or whatever and i just it's i think it's a little bit insane i mean did he get elected yeah but he's if, if he's elected then you know clearly he's qualified for the job like right you would think right right yeah and i would definitely you know like to have that like if i had a if i needed a new chief of security i would definitely want somebody yeah that's you know like who you think is qualified by the book and, and you know look at their record and see if they're qualified and it's like okay get the job and whatever yeah no but yeah speaking of protests uh i haven't been able to get into stop and shop lately oh yeah. yes i have heard about that jesus christ yeah i went into stop and shop just earlier today with uh Jackson and uh Max and my and his little brother uh no friend friend Tyler mm-hmm. and um we went in there there was only mm-hmm. self checkouts mm-hmm. like no one was in there and then when we were walking around the the meat shelves and all that they were like all just like piled up or empty and I was like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in like a movie or like a video game right now like a zombie yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly it. And yeah. then all you have is just, like, the protesters being, like, zombies, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ugh, for support. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think it's just, you know, like, we think of Stop and Shop as being, like, a little bit higher up than most other supermarkets. And that's, like, you know, like, it's nicer. Yeah. The people are, like, more friendly. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, they keep it pretty clean. And yeah. It's, 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 like, it's not, you know, yeah. Whole Foods, but it's also not, like, shaws right yeah so and that's because they have the union and um oh, and that's and what that's what makes it work well and yeah. so their unions told them to riot or like protest because they were going to lower their wages for, for the employees and the um and they were gonna cut out a bunch of jobs i believe so and one of my friends actually she works there and that's her main source of income yeah and so and she lives by herself yeah with her girlfriend okay and um so she has like no support from her family she's going to ccri and i think is she on the you know the free two years i believe so yeah yeah i would imagine because i think all people are just hopping on that train yeah yeah um that's smart Um, i mean yeah yeah, if you if you if it's if it's like if you like need option it for you, yeah, like if you if that's like you know like your stairway to heaven, like you should definitely take it. Yeah, yeah. and um, but yeah, and she's it's really important to her that you know we don't we don't yeah you know shop there. If, yeah, and I think it's I I feel like it's important to make sure they you know get what they need. But yeah. It's also I get that it's inconvenient. It's You know what I'm thinking about now of what's the reasoning behind all of these, you know, riots and stuff about stop and shop? Hmm. The the grub hubs and the Uber Eats and all that. Mm. Yeah. Because it, it I mean like we're humans, like we're always looking forward to what we can advance in our lives and what, you know, how more innovative we can become. Just and, convenience. Yeah, exactly. And Soon enough, we're going to have beds like that sit up for us. And we're right. just become, you know, fat slobs exactly. that don't do anything. Like, like the, like the yeah. movie WALL-E. Yeah, yeah, with the fat people on the, uh, the, the, the moving the white seats. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the moving white chairs and they're all like touch screens and stuff. Yep. Exactly. Ah, <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. 
So No, but yeah, I definitely think, you know, Grubhub and Uber Eats is definitely, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of the reasons I'm not putting all the blame well, on yeah. them. Yeah. And it's only an idea, so you know, I don't want a bunch of backlash you, you, from it. Yeah, but and tweets going no, like I understand. You know, straight white male conservative says that Grubhub and yeah, Uber yeah, Eats yeah, is yeah, ruining yeah. Stop and Shop. And yeah, all no, that. no, no, no. But like, it's it's yeah. it's a good it's a good thing to think about though. Yeah, yeah, because definitely, like, people are looking for convenience and looking for something yeah. that like, and you know, like, there's, you know, Panera delivers now, and yeah, there's different like and Panera there's, even like, has a drive-through. I know. Yeah, there's yeah, there's the one on Lincoln, mm-hmm. um, or in Lincoln down the road. There's one in Cranston as well. They're they're yeah. everywhere. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's like, just convenience is taking over. And... I think this is our laziest generation yet. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like... Definitely. I feel like because throughout the time that like our parents were kids, and then now that we're kids, delivery food service has definitely. Mm. uprise and that's made us more lazy and you know when our parents were kids they whenever they wanted to watch a movie they would either have to find it on like the cable box or what channel and or go get it at the store yeah or... like blockbuster hollywood videos or red box no, no not even red box like, yeah they had know, like the other stuff yeah not e- it wasn't even blockbuster yet it was yeah. like yeah they had to like find it or wait for it to come on yeah I think. yeah no, but yeah, now that we have like Amazon Prime Video and Netflix and yeah. Hulu and Vudu and all that. <sighs> <laughs> it's just like all at our fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's cool. I feel like... It's extremely innovative, I'll definitely admit, but you know, it just ruins ourselves. Yeah. The people who have come up with those ideas are definitely not, like, lazy, like they're they're really smart and they're putting a lot of resources into it. But it's kind of ironic in a way. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, because they're like they're putting so much resource and like they're they're Gen- smart and, you and know, everything. Genius thinking and exactly innovation into these ideas, and then they're they're just like and then the end this brilliant is- idea creates a lazy fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A, yeah. a generation of like yeah, and I think that. I think that that's part of why people say, like, you know, Gen X's or Xers are lazy and or whatever. Honestly, um, I'm not even going to complain about that statement because that is true. Really? Yeah, I have a couple of best friends of mine that are super fucking lazy. Oh. Yeah, because, like, I'll be, you know, like, sitting in a seat, like, I'll be sitting in a seat next to Tyson. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just be like... You know, I'll, like, reach my arm out to go plug my phone in. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, hey, Maze, can you go get me a water while you're at it? And I'm like, I'm <laughs> on the fucking floor, dude, with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Like, I, when in my house growing up, we would be like, okay, you're up. Can you get me a glass of water? Like, oh, yeah. you're up. Like, and I feel like I've I've been trying to reverse that in my life. So, like, I would go get myself the bottle <laughs> of water. But, like, that's just so funny because it's like. Yeah. It's such a simple thing. Yeah. And but it's like, we don't feel like doing it because it's just like, oh. It's so like, uh, why can't something just bring it to me? Yeah. Or like, we'll have another machine like Why can't we have like, why or, can't we have like a robot butler or like a. Exact. Or like another friendly drone here, that or, does it for us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. And now I was thinking of that. We've also become the generation that complains the most. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I mean, every generation complains, I feel like. They always I think feel like that... the older generations complain about stuff that has more rationale, and then whenever we just hear something that just unsatisfies us, like, you yeah. know, they, we just snap. We're just like, uh, no, and all that. And just yeah. like, I don't want to do it, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, just like, you're so annoying, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, I mean, like, as we get older, obviously it's going to get better. Yeah, and obviously... we'll be, like, we'll be less... Yeah, we fully mature by 26, I think studies have said. Wow, that's... I have a long... We have a long way <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's... It, that's, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it really depends on, like, where you are in your development and, like... Yeah. Like, what... You know, your background and, you know, how your parents raised you and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, with the whole technology and us being lazy and, you know, us getting unsatisfied so easily, I think, you know, it's just 
you know, I don't know. We're just the most fucked up generation I've ever witnessed. Yeah. And, but I mean, and I understand people and why they say like, I wish I lived in the eighties, the nineties or the seventies and all that. Mm-hmm. But you, but it's funny because you can also see it going backwards a little bit because yeah. like when you think about, um, like I, I'm taking the, the class with Miss Rogers and envi- like the, not the environmental one, but the marine science. Yeah. The marine about, biology. Mm-hmm, we talk mm-hmm. a lot about like plastics and yeah. stuff like that. And, and BPA and all that. We we don't talk so much about like the chemicals in it, but yeah. we do talk about like everything is made of it and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely like you can see like the crunchy granola, you know, families. You know what I mean? Like the moms who are like, yeah. oh, I work out and this and this, and they're like, I put you know no parabens in my kids, you know, it's shampoo <sighs> or whatever. I mean, you roll your eyes, but think about it. Like, I mean, it is healthy. I mean, but think about it. It's like. That didn't exist until like what the the nineties the maybe the nineties or maybe like yeah like it's it's kind of like we're going backwards like the new thing is to go is to go like old school, so like instead of plastic blocks, we get wooden blocks, like you know, and then you know instead of like you know just regular grocery store vegetables, you go to organic vegetables, and like an organic is what they used to call regular vegetables. Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they wouldn't, because they would have more farms around the area, and so they wouldn't yeah. have, need as many pesticides to be traveling that far. Okay. But now that they've, like, cleared that land and put up, you know, buildings or, like, you know, yeah, places that, or, like, houses or whatever, or yeah. complexes, um... It's like it has to those those like fresh produce have to travel farther, you know what yeah. I mean? And so they have to have more pesticides on them and more chemicals. Yeah. So like Yeah, that's understandable. So you do you understand like what I'm saying like it's going backwards kind it of It is complex, but you know, I'm getting like the whole idea and concept of where you're getting at. Yeah. It's like it's like fun and new is like what the vintage. Used to do. Yeah, vintage. That's yeah, what I mean. Vintage, yeah, yeah, vintage. That's the word. It's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Um, all I can say is that, like, you know, if I'm ever going to have kids in the future, God knows, you know, if that ever happens, um, I'm just going to give them, you know, like the stuff that I had as a kid, like fruit gushers, fruit roll-ups, <laughs> Pop-Tarts and all that. Yeah. And, you know, not trying to be one of those, like, granola crunchy families. Like, I give my kids oatmeal with milk for breakfast right, and all that. Right. Like I like I'm gonna give my kids like the wildest shit that like, oh, yeah. I can get at the grocery store, like fruity pebbles, cocoa yeah. pebbles, and God knows what else they have. French <laughs> toast crunch. Yeah. 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 All of it. You know, I'm just gonna try to raise my kids to be, you know, just like me. Consumers. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean we're all consumers in a sense, so it's not. Yeah, we would, yeah, like, we were meant to consume in a way, like, think about it, like, thousands and thousands of years ago, where we came from, like, the caveman or the Neanderthal, mm. they were consumers, they, you know, they had limited resources, but they needed to consume woolly mammoths as much as they could, like, tusks and skin for home and meat for food and all that, mm-hmm. so we got that consumerism idea from them. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. And, like, you can also think about, like, more recently Native Americans. Like, they use every part of the animal yeah. as, mm-hmm. um, like, a resource. They don't just throw what's left over away. So, yeah. like, we we need everything. Yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. But. I mean, I think it's just some other nationalities consume more than others and prioritize their consumerism much more efficiently than mm. others, and that can lead to conflict. Yeah. In a it, way. Yeah. I mean, like, my sister is pretty obsessed with um, Sweden. and um, Ah, Sweden. Yeah. Are you guys, like, any Swedish at all? Or we have did a sh- little bit, actually, from my dad, who all right. we don't know. But, oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's funny because my grandmother and my mother both did the dna thing mm-hmm. and um n- neither of them came up with swedish. any swedish and then when she did hers it came up with swedish and she's like oh my god yeah she's like 
elated. She has an obsession with Sweden. But definitely she believes in, like, minimalism and, like, not buying as much as you, like, as you want. Who, your sister? Yeah. Oh. And she's, like, buy as, buy what you need okay. and that's it. And, yeah. like, try to limit, like, the amount of stuff you have. And so that's really Americanized thing is, like, we have so much stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, 30% of the kids that live in this town are obese. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I thought to myself, wow. Yeah. As a wise man once said, this is America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Just gonna check how much time we have left. All right, awesome. Um, but yeah, it's the consumer culture is crazy here yeah because it's it's just it's like con- commercials when you're a kid it's like you you're programmed from when you're a child yeah to buy things and get things you and know like, with like the capri sun ads of like when you suck up all the capri sun you turn flat or yeah something like exactly that. yeah and like, uh the silly rabbit tricks are for kids thing or uh like the lucky charms like yeah I, I always thought if i got lucky charms you know the the leprechaun would appear yeah and it never did but you know a funny thing about, like, believing, like, folklore like that. Yeah. When I was six, um, Santa kind of got ruined for me. Oh, really? And I didn't really care, which was funny. Okay. Because I always knew he was kind of, like, you know, skeptical. Because he always looked so different in, like, all sorts of media and, like, packaging and stuff like that. Yeah. And one year, I... Th- this was when I was six. I go down to check out all my presents when, you know, all my family's there. Mm-hmm. And I check all the wrapping and stuff like that and the name tags and it says to Santa from Mason. <gasps> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it got ruined? I mean, I wasn't really impacted by it. I was just like, yeah, yeah I knew Santa couldn't make this. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was just kind of like a, a ballsy ass kid just oh, yeah. testifying Santa in front of like half of the population on earth. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, Santa ain't real, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't, I remember I had to keep it up along for a while for my sister. Yeah. And um, did you have to keep it up for your siblings? Or not, you're, you're not, on the younger side, so. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. So I kind of ruined it for Max when he was like seven or eight. Really? Yeah, because I was just so mad at him because he was just annoying me one day. And uh-huh. I was just like, you know what, Max? Santa isn't real. <laughs> and he was just like, Aww. just like crying. And mom was like, Mason, say <laughs> sorry right now. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, just wanted to like, yeah, I just, just wanted to get out and do whatever what I yeah. usually do. Yeah, that's, I I always wanted to do that. Like, I always wanted to be... And, like, when the holidays would come around, especially, like, Easter, yeah. I would, like... The Easter bunny freaked me out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand, was it a human? Is it a bunny? Like, how can a tiny bunny carry this much stuff? Like, what? Where did we get the concept of having, like, a bunny symbolize the holiday of Easter? I don't know. That is a very good question. Yeah. Because... What is What does the bunny symbolize? Because all I know is just people make jokes about bunnies and rabbits fucking constantly and making kids. Yeah. I mean... And, like... Yeah. That's the only symbolism I get from a bunny other than speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Or rabbits. I get that. Um, or hares. Yeah. And, um... No, but yeah, yeah, actually... Like, where does that come from? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. However, I did do some research on Santa Claus, though. Okay. So, back in the biblical days and whatever, his name was Sinterklaas. Yeah. And he was, like, a Scandinavian fella. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he was kind of nomadic around the Middle East and, you know, where all this stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And what he did was he freed people of labor work and you know, sex work and all that. And mm-hmm. once he freed them, he would drop off a present to the person that would, you know, hold them down or whatever and such. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's the actual Santa Claus if we look up to, because I don't understand how, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that's the only backstory I've ever gotten on Sinterklaas. Yeah, because I think 
there was there's a bunch of stories like in the in the Bible. Yeah. It was like he was a saint. He was Saint Nicholas. Yeah, Saint Nicholas. And he I can't remember. I think he uh used to like go around and I think there it was the story like he used to He was gold. like oh. he was the symbol of giving. Yeah, and he um one day he knew that there was like a a man and he couldn't afford a dowry for his daughter or something. Yeah. So he went and put the put gold coins in yeah. in her in their shoes. Yeah. And um then you if you look at like in Mexico with the three kings, that's what they do. They go and they put like gold coins. Mexico? In, yeah. And um like like Mexico. Like US southern border Mexico. Like like farther down, but like that's what they um they they celebrate three kings instead of Santa. Oh. Uh... Yeah. So like the like the three kings will come at night and then they'll put um like oh, gold gold coins yeah. which are now you know the chocolate yeah. coins in their shoes yeah and so i think that's where that came from yeah um which is just interesting but yeah there's a lot of different stories i think yeah that it's such a thing that was created a long like such a long time ago in human history that we just can't fully grasp the the true story of yeah. How we came to the conclusion of, like, There's Easter Bunny, Santa Claus... Tooth Fairy. Like, Sandman. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is the Tooth Fairy? Like, I I would really like to know the background about the Tooth Fairy, because that's... Someone needs to, like, do some hard-ass research and write a book about where these, All like, these... figures came from. Yeah. And if and... that book ever got released with that premise and all that, like, explain, like... You know, bar- marketing, like, says, like, figure it out where Santa Claus, Sandman, Tooth Fairy, you know, all these figures came from. And everyone yeah. would be like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there would be, like, another one. It would be, like, a series, like, yeah. and what it looks like in all the different countries across the world. Or, like, yeah. all the different cultures and stuff. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta diversify Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> So you said you are going. Are you happy about going to Dean next year? Yeah, yeah. I am happy about going to Dean, actually. It's kind of just like a bigger St. Andrews, I'd say. And um, Yeah. They have a gamers club there. Oh, yeah? And you would think the prizes would be like little gift cards. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Oh. 48-inch um, flat screens. Wow. PS4 packages. Wow. And Nintendo Switches and Wiis. Yes. I love the Wii. Wii is my favorite. I just went to go see a friend of mine not too long ago that I haven't seen in a while, and he had the Nintendo Switch, and oh my god. Nintendo has evolved. Has uh-huh. evolved. Yeah. Uh-huh. The little kids that babysit, they all wanted Nintendo Switches for Christmas. You want to know how crazy Nintendo has evolved? How? Mario has detailed hairs on his mustache. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that's crazy and if you zoom enough on you know his clothing and all that you can see the weaving of fabric on his clothes what that's crazy i'm like i just used to know know mario as like a couple of decent sized pixels mixed pixels. Yeah. yeah and now i don't i don't condone of you know like stitching on yeah their yeah or like detailed hairs on the mustache that's and all that really funny no but yeah i you remember Mitchell MacGyver from freshman year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I went to go see him, which was pretty nice. And, um, yeah, he had the Nintendo Switch and we played Mario Party. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cool? forgot how much fun it was to mm-hmm. play those kind of games. Yeah. Did you ever have... I, I never did that when I was a kid. Didn't, so you didn't have, like, a GameCube? No. Nintendo I had a, 64? I had a Nintendo 3DS. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had the, the puppy game. Oh, Nintendo Dogs. Yeah, Nintendo Dogs or <laughs> yeah, whatever Yeah, Nintendo Dogs or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I tried to get into the gist of that, but then I was just like, what's the point? Yeah, and then all my dogs were, like, starving when I came, when I went back on, like, five years later. It was it was pretty sad, but, <laughs> Yeah, you know. I know. Like, I just saw a tweet not too long ago on my Instagram going, like, Yo, rest in peace to all those Nintendo dogs yeah. in 2007 or something like that. And all my like, Nintendo dogs. I had yeah. like 50 of them, I think, but yeah. 
I play the Super Mario Smash Brothers game, mm. and that kept me occupied for hours on end. Yeah, definitely. I think I gotta play stuff that has, like, an objective to it and not so much freelance. Just, like, feed your dog, refill water. Yeah. Pet him. You can also, you could also train them. They were trained, you could, like, okay. take them to... Um, a dog park like a or a dog trainer? Park. Yeah, you yeah. could take them. You could and you could train them at the park. Yeah, and then you could take them to shows, and you would earn coins by winning, like first place. Okay. And then. What could you train them? Because like, now I'm actually kind of curious to know about this game. You know how like dog shows, like they have them like jump over things. Yeah, and, and like, like you know, in swerving the, through the the poles and stuff. And yeah, the it was like that stuff. Yeah, it was like the, the ramps yeah. and the it was it was that stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, up at my dad's uh, sport complex, mm-hmm. um, when all the fields are empty, they we host dog shows. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it. There was this big, stupid Great Dane. Mm-hmm. He just ran through all the equipment and trashed the whole thing. Oh, no. And I was like... Yes. You're breaking the rules. Yes. You had one job, and you did it pretty damn well yeah oh my gosh no but yeah border collies are like the geniuses of the dog world Uh uh-huh i used to have a border collie and um they can do math uh yeah they she figured out how to open the door by herself yeah they are genius dogs yeah yeah it's it's insane but she uh she was still dumb enough to think that my sister and i were sheep so she would try to hurt us in the snow well I, I mean, mean it's that, her that, hurting instinct. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, understandable. We're like, they're little, like, we're little puffballs with jackets on and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I could see why, you know. You would think we're sheep. The, yeah, the dog would think that you were sheep because, you know, they're from Scotland. They have to herd sheep on the highlands with their shirt. Shepherds. That's what they're, yeah. That's what but they're that's weird, do. though. Like, think about it. Like, they were only bred for, like, herding yeah. and their speed and agility. And then here we found out that they can do math and frisbee tricks and isn't that crazy yeah that is crazy so and i was talking to somebody the other day about um cats versus dogs so we bred dogs for our own like for the traits we wanted and then yeah for like our own purposes and cats evolved to be to not not by humans we didn't breed them they bred so that they could be tame enough to live with us. So they, like, figured out that we would feed them and give them love and attention. And so they, like, like, they, so, like, I know natural selection. Yeah. You know what that, like, all that stuff? Yeah. Like, that happened. And, like, the ones who who figured out that they could, you know, take advantage of humans yeah. were the ones that survived. You know? Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. So, like, wow. we didn't actually, like... That's crazy. ...select for their traits. They were the ones Came that Came to us it. and wanted attention. Uh-huh. And they, they basically... And it, like, natural selection happens, and they're so smart that yeah. they basically did their own, like, little breeding thing. Do you know what I mean? That is interesting. Isn't it? That is... Wow. Yeah. And that's, I I never figured that out. I just thought you know they just like to sit on top of refrigerators and give everyone nasty looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. that's pretty much what cats do. Yeah, but... then you just see the cat go like, and then like the hand, the paw comes out <laughs> yeah. from the, the corner. Yeah, and then and like five like... seconds later they pull off like the cute look, and then like when they turn around to look at you, they're like, <laughs> 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 they're like creepy. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah my cat. Okay. That's crazy to think, though, that, like, they just figured it out that, like, oh, yeah, if I, you know, you know, get with this cat, you know, maybe this offspring will be more attractable to humans. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. I wonder how they figured that out. I mean, I think it was more like... That's what, crazy. Like, the, the other animals that were there. Yeah. So, like, the other animals that, that were there were more domesticated cats. Yeah, kind of more of, like, dogs, oxen, yeah. sheep, pig. So, like, the, yeah. the cats that were there for them to breed with yeah. were going to be the ones that were more domesticated and were, you know, like, 
more likely to stay back around the humans when yeah. when they when their offspring came to be. Yeah. So like but it was just I thought it was cool like that that happened and we didn't actually want mean for that to happen because it's been happening for so long like with the Egyptians and stuff and like but we selected yeah. dogs so that we wanted like certain herding ones hunting and hunting ones and show yeah exactly yeah draft dogs yeah rescue dogs and all that yeah yeah and we still do it yeah especially with my own dog the labradoodle mm-hmm. yeah because we tried yeah the person who made the labradoodle tried making a dog to be hypoallergenic or whatever and have it be well-tempered friendly well-trainable smart right common sense and all that right and, you know, Labradoodles, I think, are just the perfect dogs for humans these days. Because that's just all we look for. Yeah, like, well-tempered, easy to train. Like, and, you know, not dogs that are, like, highly defensive, no friendly and all that. Yeah. You know? I mean, some, some, I love pit bulls. Pit bulls are adorable. Because, like, they... If you train them well, they're very good dogs. Yeah. That's what I've heard from that show, Pit Bulls and Parolis. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're just, they're adorable. And I think, like, yeah. they just get a bad rep because they were you know fighting dogs they were they were considered fighting dogs for so long but any dog can be considered a fighting dog if you think about it like only with dogs that i feel like that have a sort of drive to yeah like, survive. it has to it has to like have to have, like, have to have that mentality to survive cuz you need to be tough to survive in exactly. a sense yeah yeah they have to want to like like i don't think mickey could be a, a fighting dog Oh my god, no. Mickey's <laughs> no. an absolute wuss. Yeah, he would he would He pees when he gets excited when someone walks in the door. Yeah, exactly. God knows what he's gonna do if he gets confronted by a pit bull. <laughs> he would like <laughs> he would just like play dead, probably. He would probably cry in I don't know what else he would do. Probably just some weird bodily function that no one ever expected. <laughs> Has seen before. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He would just combust in defender. Yeah. No, but yeah, another crazy thing that we've learned to do is breed cattle for our own Mm. purpose. Yeah. Yeah, and horses. And horses. And... That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever wonder how we got the Clydesdale? I don't know what Clydesdale is. The Budweiser horse with the huge hooves. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, how did we get them to get that big hoof? I think... Well, it was well, they're draft horses, and yeah, yeah I mean, and, and they're meant to plow barley, and then you know they get that barley to brew beer, and you know, yeah, because everyone like, has a good time. <laughs> yeah, because there's like, <laughs> um, the ones that are for shows and stuff. So like, yeah. what happens is they they pick the biggest ones, they pick the biggest horses, or the horses then, that have the best purpose exactly. to do the job. Like yeah. either that, like they they best they pick the best like combination of mm-hmm. um like of of traits yeah and then they breed it with another one that has a pretty good you know combination of traits yeah so if it's like a show horse they're gonna look for something like not as not as big hoofed or like you know more more like one color or um you know stuff that they want for that or yeah. and then for like you know the ones the work horses they're gonna want yeah bigger musclier um like not more like, built more attention focused yeah and yeah and just more stern looking i feel like yeah yeah because i feel like if you get like a you know friendly like you know prancy horse or whatever <laughs> it's just it's just gonna it's you not know, gonna you, do what you, you know want. try to bring people happiness and all that and then when you look at a clydesdale out in the fields plowing barley you're like that's when it's like that is a goddamn beaut yes that's like I went to um, Mackinac, and it's like an island, and there's no cars on the island. So oh. horses pull... Where is this? It's in... It's like right near Michigan. It's okay. like right off the coast of one of the lakes. Yeah. And um, so there's no there's no cars on the island. So there's these giant... Those giant horses you were talking about. Yeah, the about, Clydesdales. Mm-hmm. Pulling all of these carriages. And so that's all they do is pull the carriages. So you never yeah. see, like, the little prancy horses. Yeah. You, you see the ones with the giant hoofs and, like, the huge head. Heads. And, like, they're they're gigantic. Yeah. And it's... They're huge. And there's, like, you know, there's two of them pulling, you know, six people. 
and I'm like... Yeah, they're very strong horses. They're crazy. It's crazy. They are very strong. Mm-hmm. They're very beautiful. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Although one horse I would have to say that has put an impact to my life is Spirit. Spirit? The one... F- the You know, the cartoon movie? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that one, you know, the one voiced by Matt Damon. Yeah. I also like um Ferdinand the Bull. Have you have you watched that? Oh, the one with uh, John Cena as the bull. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. He's it's it's adorable. It's like, uh, we watched it when I went to Spain and um. Oh. Why? (laughs) Because it has like Spain as the setting in the movie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It was. It's adorable. It's like a sad. It's like one of those like Dumbo type movies. It's like sad, but it's like adorable at the end. You know. But yeah, Ferdinand is awesome. By the way, Dumbo just got a new movie out i saw yeah with tim burton directing it did you see it yet no i haven't i haven't either one movie i can't wait for is the lion king yes i'm very excited about that i was worried that they used real um real animals but apparently they wouldn't yeah they didn't they because you don't know why because the the characters in the movie are just too human for animals to mimic oh think about it interesting yeah because you won't see Two lions on a cliff, you know, with one lion going like, long live the king. And then yeah, drop it. yeah, yeah. And then you won't see or a like cub just... going like, ah! Yeah. You know, yeah, you will never train lions to do that. That will, yeah. Yeah, and you can't train a monkey to, or a, a baboon to, you know, hold like, a lion a... cub over a cliff. Yeah, no, that's or not. I rock. didn't think about that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, and then I think about, cause like, when and you did, can't get giraffes and elephants to bow down either, like exactly, that. yeah, yeah. And um, that's interesting. So like, I think that they just do CGI, right? They used something called photorealism, mm-hmm. I think. And the, yeah, that's what the director said, and all that. Like, yeah. we're using photorealistic technology to bring these animals and environments and the story more yeah. to life and all that. And then they they put like the people with like elect. Like the 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 lights and the, yeah and, the, and, and they know, like the, follow the their movements yeah. and stuff yeah oh, okay no but yeah I don't think they would ever drag a whole ass savanna into a studio yeah. just to have them go like Woo, then bow yeah no I think or maybe they might also go out to like get scenes for for like yeah certain certain like parts of things like they can yeah. splice excuse me um things together so well now yeah that it doesn't even look like it's fake or like it doesn't even look like it's one thing and then another or like you're not in the studio no but yeah yeah, the lion king looks like it's going to be a beautiful movie yeah have you seen the play when i was younger yes yeah it's it's really cool it's yeah they added more to the story and added more songs to it Mm mm-hmm and I was like, I don't get why they did that. And now realizing it's a Broadway play, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. it makes more sense. But yeah. yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I remember it being really good and all that. And I remember, you know, like, with the opening aisles, like, you know, during the circle of life, all the animals and the people in the costumes would walk up and all yeah. that. Yeah, I, like, I was, like, mesmerized. I was like, whoa, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. A friend of mine that I used to go to school with told me that he went, to the Mary Poppins mm-hmm. Broadway show, and he was like, yeah, I got a perfect angle of, like, you know, what her dress looks like underneath. Oh, my God. And I was like, Great. I don't know what you're talking about because I'm such an idiot, but you know what? Good for you. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. That's funny. And I was like, yeah, I just kind of curbed your enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Did you like the Beauty and the Beast live action? I didn't. I didn't either. I, I thought the, it was too long. Yes. It's, it's like they drag it they, out. Yeah. And it was... The I story d- was meant to be, like, clear and concise and, you know, what happens right at the moment. And not just, like, little subplots of, like, LeFou wanting to, you, you know, know, do whatever with Gaston. Yeah, exactly. It's like, there are too many subplots. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I felt like. It was too, like... convoluted or something like that yeah yeah yeah. and i feel like a lot of movies nowadays are just trying are just trying to achieve social justice in a way yeah like don't you ever realize that and like they're changing the plots yeah to you know have it 
be more cohesively fit with social justice. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't have a problem with it at all. I just think it's sometimes Sometimes it's, like, a little bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good way for them to get it out there, but I think, like, maybe... Sometimes, like, if it's not needed, then it's like, oh, why'd you do that, man? Like, come on. Yeah, like, leave it up to... Leave it up to... They're like the, the, the fans, the, 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 the fans, or the, yeah, their the, the culture, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, but yeah, I heard that when the Beauty and the Beast came out, they made LeFou like the short midget guy with Gay. the big nose, yeah, yeah. And, and and I was like, oh, I wonder if they actually did that. And then I saw the movie. Then you know there was like some scenes where like LeFou was like, ooh, yeah, and, yeah, and I was yeah, just yeah. like. It was like they did it. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, like, I don't have any. You know, obviously, I'm not. You know, I'm. You're fine with it. Yeah, but like, it just seemed weird because it was just like, why do they make Lafo or Lafu, uh, gay? Yeah, exactly, and it feels like. But like, why though? Like, why were they trying to? I think. Um. So as. Uh, for the viewers, I'll explain yeah. that I am part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, and that's fine, you know. Um, and, and we're we're pretty good friends. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know. Yeah. Uh, we've been friends since freshman year, you know. Yeah. Um, I know you have no qualms with it. No problems. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, I'm um, perfectly fine. Like, even if, like, a person who's flaunty of, you know, their proud gayness and, you know, comes up, comes up to me and is like, yo, I got this dick. And I was like... <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But definitely. I'm fantabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you do you. Awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, so I like, think the I'm reason... okay if anyone, you know, has any kind of sexual orientation. Just as long as it's not, like, flaunty or, you know, like, so out there. and Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, just, just don't... Yeah, I, I understand where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah. But I think the reason that they... um that they did that was um because a lot of like there's been a lot of controversy over you know like people thought like Elsa and Anna like were gay and like yeah I know right they were sisters yeah and I haven't seen the movie you haven't no and I knew they were sisters from the start because I you know I've always you know seen the the memes of them like yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. And, all and, that. Like, and I was like, oh, they're sisters. Yeah, and it's just, like, I think there's always been, like, a theme of, like, heterosexual, like, normality. And, like, people really want, like, there's so much coming out about, like, you know, being yourself and, like, not being yeah. afraid of who you are. And it and it being part of the normal, of, like, like life. And yeah. people not judging you for it or, yeah. like, you know. Like, it's yeah. just becoming a normal thing. And I yeah. think they, I think Disney wanted to hop on that idea of, like, this is, we are accepting it. We are, you know, working Fine towards with, equality. Yeah. Um, and I think. You know, we totally accept the idea of diversity and all that. Exactly. And I think that, I think it's, like, I understand, like, like, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah. there's a time and place for it and, like, a setting. Yeah. And like, but like, if a character like you know, if you want to make a whole new story, yeah, definitely do that. But yeah. don't you know hop on these, you know, like '90s Disney Renaissance movies, and you know suddenly like just change, change it all up. Yeah, like, hey everybody, Mufasa's gay, and all yeah, that. or yeah, like yeah. don't be J.K. Rowling and be like. Dumbledore has an intense sexual relationship with Voldemort. Exactly, and we were like, like that, like that just changes th- that's everybody's just weird. Yeah, everybody's presence. perception of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like I think it, it, you can't, you know, change the story. Like it's too late. Like you published the book, movies are being made about it. And if you want to like create something else that, you know, like, and I yeah. think the reason that they, I I just thought of this. The reason that they do that might be because you know these pe like people already kind of connect to these characters and they have a and they want to make the them. characters more relatable to them exactly so and i and i understand yeah. that and i and i like get like it's, it's you know the easier. whole like time and place yeah situation and all that yeah it's easier to like get it into people's heads like oh yeah. look at this character this character was perceived this way for so long but now you know we're we're you know we're moving forward and we're yeah. changing. And, you know, it's just like the same thing with Hamilton, you know? Yeah. Like, they didn't have all white, an all-white cast. Yeah. They have, you know, black people playing, you know, these 
traditionally these you know, George Washington yeah. Yeah. and um, you know and a lot of the time for historical accuracy people like the the casting will go to white people to, for historical accuracy exactly but I think it's it was really interesting that they did that and I thought it was like amazing and like really cool that it was mm-hmm. it was so like inclusive and it was yeah. really awesome that they did that um for that for that you know yeah equality and i think this is pro- pretty much the same thing i think if you want to make you know a new story you can definitely make the person gay mm-hmm. and along with the historical inaccuracy thing that you were talking about i think you know if you're doing a story that's based on history mm-hmm. you know you need to get these characters right like their ethnicity race sexual orientation all that yeah. right like don't you know make George Washington from, like, a straight white male to a gay black pimp with gold teeth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't that much of a stretch, but definitely but, yeah. I understand, like, I mean, but it's also a new, like, a whole new idea of, like, yeah. how do we, how do we perceive people? Like, do we, do we judge by their, you know, skin mm-hmm. color and do we judge by their sexual yeah. orientation and... Um, making sure that we're not putting those labels on them, mm-hmm. even in yeah. like plays and yeah. you know, like movies and stuff yeah. like that, and like breaking those barriers and not just like yeah. and taking history and kind of putting it in the present. Yeah. And so I mean I I I can see where you're coming from, yeah. but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and the funny thing is when we were talking about the whole you know like bringing diversity to Disney movies and all that, right? I always thought Timon and Pumbaa were gay. You know what? I but think then, I did too. But then I thought about it and was like, wait, these guys live by a philosophy of no worries. They always eat food and they don't care and they're always being happy. And they don't do nothing. These guys are potheads. Oh, that's hilarious. You're like, yeah. these guys are stoners, and, like, they have Simba hopping on their train and, you know, becoming a complete bum. Yeah. And all that. And I was like, these guys aren't gay. These guys are just two best friends living in an apartment eating grub all the time. Uh-huh. No, but, yeah, like, sometimes when you... For me, I thought that, you know, them being gay would be the case, but then, no, they were just two best friends, you know. Just you know, really eating close grub, potheads. Eating grub... Yeah. You know, getting lines on their side, you know, <laughs> booing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, that's all the time that we have for here, folks. Thank you, Claire, for coming on. And, you know, sayonara. Bye.